0: Good morning. Oh, Percival. It's been almost a year since Percival had a permanent town manager. But the wait is finally over. Meet David McCarskey. For Wednesday, March 14th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on The Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are. Get in touch at loudennowcom slash advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudennowcom slash advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. After 10 months of temporary fill-ins, the town of Percival finally has a new town manager. The town council voted 5-1 to one last night with Councilman Doug McCollum opposed and Vice Mayor Nedim Ogleman absent to hire David McCarskey. In the last 10 months, four other people have had that job. McCarskey said he has four objectives, protecting and enhancing the community's quality of life, enhancing the town's revenue capacity, focusing on growth management and smart governance, and just getting the job done. He comes to Perciville with more than three decades in municipal management, planning and economic development, and is a certified planner. He spent 12 years at his last job as the village administrator of Olympia Field, Illinois, a three-square-mile community with a population of 5,000. He resigned that post in November. He also did a stint as the city manager of Vero Beach, Florida. In 2005, he resigned under pressure from the city council after he was accused of mismanaging money the city allocated to help cover damage from Hurricanes Francis and Jean in 2004. He was alleged to have used some of that money to fix the properties of city leaders and employees, which prompted an ethics investigation that eventually cleared his name. Percival Mayor Coysey Fraser said McCarskey has demonstrated leadership in the areas of crisis management, revenue enhancement, business development, and comprehensive long-range planning. McCollum said he opposed the appointment because he preferred a candidate that had a good relationship with Loudoun County. McCarskey, as I mentioned, is the fifth person to get this job in less than a year. After longtime town manager Rob Lohr retired amid friction with the town council last May, the town council unanimously appointed then-public works director Alex Venegas as the interim town manager over the deputy town manager. Venegas was placed on administrative leave in November pending an investigation into reports of misconduct, including an alleged inappropriate relationship with an HR consultant he hired to look into the police chief. With the deputy town manager having left, the town was all out-of-town managers, and administration director Hooper McCann took over for three weeks. Current interim town manager John Anzavino was hired shortly thereafter and has led the town since December. Hiring McCarski caps off a six-month search for a new town manager led by Vice Mayor Nedim Ogleman and Councilman Ryan Cool. The town got 29 applicants for this job. The town council has also unanimously voted to extend Anzavino's contract until McCarsky starts work on April 16th. McCarski said he would show up a week early to help with the transition. Meanwhile, Venegas remains on paid administrative leave, along with police chief Cynthia McAllister, town attorney Sally Hankins, a police officer, and a human resources specialist, all of whom are subjects of various misconduct allegations. According to the town's accounting, the investigations have cost $357,293 to date, including 155000 in compensation for the suspended employees and $123,961 for the lawyers and consultants hired to investigate the cases. Anyway, go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, the board of supervisors continues to hack away at next year's budget against the advice of the county administrator. But one thing they're not cutting: a new mental health program for first responders. Loudoun supervisors have chopped more than nine hundred nine thousand dollars from the new spending and human services agencies planned for the county's next budget. That includes the Department of Family Services, the Health Department, and the Department of Mental Health, Substance Abuse, and Developmental Services. County Administrator Tim Hemstreet's proposed budget it called for growing the human service agencies by nearly $4.3 million and 36 jobs. After the cuts, those are down to 29 new jobs and $3.4 million. Two of the positions cut from the Department of Family Services were from a new four-member Housing Policy Division, which would house the expertise to put together financing agreements for affordable housing projects. By contrast, they've added funding for another school resource officer in the sheriff's office budget that was not in the sheriff's original budget request. Adding a third new school resource officer to the two the sheriff requested tacked on another $195,000 onto the county budget. As I said, One Thing Supervisors also did not cut a half-million-dollar program to set up a behavioral health program for career and volunteer fire and rescue first responders. That would create a position for a behavioral health coordinator in the fire rescue department to be in charge of creating that program and funding to hire contractors for regular behavioral health training and overtime for the people going to that training. This is something that has had passionate advocates from both inside and outside the fire rescue system. Mindy Shawls, the mother of Tristan Shawls, the infant who died after being hit by an SUV in a crosswalk, came to a budget public hearing to ask for it. She said, knowing what she saw and experienced that day, her heart breaks for the brave men and women who sacrificed their mental and emotional well-being to protect the rest of us. And Supervisor Coran Sainz read aloud from the dais a letter from an anonymous firefighter about the need for that program. That firefighter told of responding to fatal incidents and carrying severed body parts in a biohazard bag. The firefighter wrote of years of recurring nightmares, marital problems, anger issues, and two near-suicide attempts resulting from PTSD, anxiety disorders, and depression. Unfortunately, the firefighter wrote, you leave a piece of yourself on every tough call you run. In total, over the three work sessions on the budget they've had so far, supervisors have cut just over $1 million from Hemstreet's proposed budget. They can now add that much more and expenditures back into the budget without increasing the proposed real estate tax rate. If they want to lower the tax rate by a penny, they will have to carve another $7.1 million out of Hemstreet's proposed budget, or $8.2 million in total. $5.4 million of that would come from the schools. 2.8 million would come from the county government. That would decrease the average tax bill $47, or about $3.92 a month. The first draft of the budget is funded at a real estate tax rate of $1.09 per $100 of assessed value, a 3.5-cent cut from this year's tax rate. That is the equalized rate at which the average real property owner pays the same dollar figure in real estate taxes despite growing values. The county's budget is grown in large part by other taxes and revenues, like the property taxes on data centers. Hemstreet has warned against cutting too deeply into his proposed budget as the county government continues to catch up from years of falling behind Loudoun's population growth, brings its salaries in line with the region, and tackles its need for roads and infrastructure. Remember all that stuff with the Leesburg Town Council and food trucks? Well, they're changing the minds again, I guess. There now appears to be a majority support for allowing food trucks more places in town. The last sticking point is whether to allow them downtown, where several breweries like to host them. Anyway, they're discussing it, and we'll keep you updated. And as Virginia faces a teacher shortage that's only getting worse, Loudoun's school system says it's having some success staying ahead of the curve. Every year, the school system hires about 800 new people with teaching licenses. But as they're hiring more teachers every year, they're pulling from a shrinking pool of qualified candidates. The number of unfilled teaching jobs in the state has increased by 40 percent over the last 10 years. The school system is trying to catch up on hiring minorities. About 12% of the school system's teachers and administrators are racial minorities, while 48% of the students are minorities. Part of the difficulty is, again, the pool of applicants. Kimberly Huff, assistant superintendent of the Department of Human Resources and Talent Development, said black college students make up between 15 and 20 percent of the people studying to be teachers, for example. Read about what the schools are doing to up their recruiting and get the full story on all these stories over at loudonnow.com. While you're there, read about the teenager from Ashburn who's wowing judges on American Idol. It's all at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, the Ryan Forrester duo will be playing from 8 to 11 p.m. this evening at Spanky's Shenanigans in Weesburg. And O'Fallon's Irish pub in Sterling will be hosting pub quiz trivia with cash prizes starting at 8 p.m. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, hire a hype man to follow you around and back you up every time you tell a friend and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day.